everyone. This is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 21 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This week's podcast, I'm going to talk about how quickly things can turn and learning how to count your blessings. So as my listeners know, in the last couple of weeks, I've had quite a few challenges, both professionally and personally. So my husband um, had uh, three surgeries in the last six weeks, had to go to the emergency room when he got an infection due to the surgery, and I have had more court than I can even put my finger on. Like my my calendar is, is changing on a a daily basis, a minute by minute basis. And I'll talk about that um, a little bit more in the podcast of how courts are doing scheduling and how it has been been a challenge for me as an attorney. So um, besides, you know, the the issues with my husband. So last week, I had court almost every day. And this upcoming week, I have court almost every day and like big hearings too. And um, my, um, schedule is just changing every second. There's been this thing that's going on with how the courts are scheduling, which is, I think the courts can almost fill in more hearings or fit in more hearings because they don't have people coming and going from the courtrooms. And they're so behind from the prior months that they're really trying to get everything in. So I'm getting all sorts of calls and emails where it will be things like, hey, the judge wants to have a hearing in three days. Are you available? Sometimes I don't even get that. Sometimes I just get a minute entry and it says, here's the hearing date. And then if it's where I have a conflict, I have to file a motion to continue it's just been a lot. And as I record this, I'm recording this Sunday night at about 8.30 p.m. And it's because of how busy I've been, both personally and professionally. And I just wanted to talk about my weekend for a little bit, because I have a bit of an announcement and some big news, good news. So on Friday, I had two hearings. I had a morning court hearing, which was an easy hearing. And then an afternoon hearing, which was a hard hearing. And it was late in the afternoon. And every attorney in the world, everybody hates this. Everyone hates to have a Friday afternoon appointment, of course. And um, I had Friday at 3 p.m. court on a very contested hearing. Not an easy one where I could maybe do it from home and it would be five minutes. Nope, this is um, client and witnesses in the office where we're on a tablet together, like just a a lot of moving parts. And not only that, my husband had his third surgery scheduled for Friday, 
at 1 p.m. So I couldn't take him. So that was causing me some more added stress because, um, you know, when you have a significant other or a family member or a friend that you're taking care of their health issues, you want to be there. And when you can't, it really is an issue for you. So my pregnant daughter took him and she was two days away from her due date. And um, so luckily she was available and she took him. And thank goodness his this procedure went well. He didn't have to go under. Um, it was apparently very unpleasant. So I wish I could have been there to give support. But what could I do? Um, and I do want to thank everyone um, because when I left the last, um, when I recorded the last podcast, I had told um, the tale of what had happened with my husband when he had to go to the emergency room after he got the kidney infection. I received an outpouring from everyone, um, lots of listeners, friends, family, a lot of my friends and family are listeners, <laughs> and they reached out to me and they said, oh my gosh, you know, is he okay? I can't believe you're going through this. I'm, I'm so glad it sounds better. So thank you everyone who expressed your concern. So on Friday, um, he actually beat me home and it was, so Friday too was my dad's birthday and I knew with it being, um, me working, my husband's surgery, my daughter two days away from her due date, um, Friday late, you know, there, I needed to think of like an easy way to have a party for him. So we just kept it very, um, low key for sure. And I ended up getting home kind of late. I got home about 5.30, which was exactly the time everyone was coming to my house. So that was fine. I mean, it's just my family. It's not like I was throwing this formal dinner party. But that was like a little bit more of stress. Like, you know, I had like no time to uh, decompress. I walked in. Pretty much everyone was there. I greeted everyone and I said, I'm getting out of these work clothes and got very, very casual after that. And we just had a nice little party. And I'll give you a tip. I think I've given this tip before um, regarding uh, get-togethers. But I will tell you, um, we really enjoy Domino's Pizza. It is inexpensive. And if you get a little creative with your orders, you can order the most delicious pizza that becomes almost like gourmet. And it doesn't cost anything. I really like thin crust pizza, you know, thin crust. I don't really like the hand tossed. Hand tossed is fine, but I do like the thin crust better. And um, you can get the thin crust there. And so I'll tell you a secret pizza that I get. And my sister-in-law and I call it our pizza because we just really enjoy this pizza. And a lot of my other family members have caught on to it. So it's thin crust extra cheese, no tomato sauce, but the garlic parmesan sauce instead, and spinach and mushrooms. It's delicious. It tastes like a, a flatbread you could get at a gourmet restaurant. I've noticed this thing about Domino's, like sometimes you get it and it's like absolutely the best thing ever. And then sometimes it's meh, like it's still good, but some days it's like really, really good. And then um, recently I've been ordering their deep dish. You can only get it in the medium. And it's like a buttery 
deep crust and it just is like a little bit, I don't want to call it burnt, but it's like baked and um, it's a very buttery and like crispy and those are the other pizzas that I get and everybody likes them. They're, it's very good. I ordered a ton of pizza. I had a coupon for a free one because we order from there so much and I fed trying to think how big my family is I mean it was probably 15 people and fed them for 50 bucks like it was great and then for desserts um, instead of getting a cake this time uh, I got a pie um, one of those ring cakes and some cookies from the grocery store like from the from Safeway's bakery when Safeway has a really good bakery and it was perfect it was fine we we laughed we had a good time it was just great so um, the weekend I was pretty much doing things from the moment that I got up until I got to bed. And the good news is, is that on weekends, I'm generally not overwhelmed with the phone. So that's always just a blessing right there to not be on the phone the whole day. The other blessing that I have going on right now is that the weather cooled down. It's going to go back up. I think this week we're going to be like 105 and 107. That's a little bit of a bummer. But for a couple of days, we were in the 80s and 90s during the month of September. And that's really, really nice for Arizona. But we're at the point where the uh, evening, or the evenings are pretty nice, but the mornings are really, really nice. And so on Monday morning, Monday morning, I'm already, I'm already in Monday. I'm ahead of myself already. On Saturday morning, I got up early and um, it was probably about 70 degrees. I didn't get up. I didn't like jump out and get out the door because it was nice. I didn't have to do the thing that I do in July where I have to get up at 4.30 and start walking. I got up at a kind of a normal time, like at 7. And by the time I got the baby... I think we were probably out the door a little bit after seven and we took a really, really long walk, um, about close to four miles. I haven't done that in months. Um, I haven't done that since probably mid June because it's been too hot and the weather was delightful. So that was just a great way to start the weekend. I did have the thing that I've talked about in other podcasts where I had the Saturday headache. And this is a, 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 a very real phenomenon, which is when you are incredibly busy and your adrenaline's going and you're just going from one task to the next, like you're, you're just moving at the speed of light. And then when you get to your first day off, the day that you've been looking forward to, the day that you've been longing for, you wake up and you have a headache. So I did wake up and have a headache and it kind of lingered on and off. It was one of those things where sometimes it was very bad, sometimes it was not so bad, but I was still able to take the walk and I think the walk helped, but then later when I got back, it was hurting again. So it was just one of those days. That was the only sort of damper on what was um, generally a beautiful day. So I am still really, really behind on, on work. So I'm playing catch up. So I worked most, most of the weekend. But with the weekend work, what can be very ideal about it is that I can work in um, different places and not have to be 
um, you know, on the email or on the phone the whole time, actually kind of get something done. So it's not like a regular weekday uh, work day. So I spent a lot of time getting ready for um, um, a big court hearing that I have this week. And I have a couple of briefs that I'm writing and then also another court case that I'm working on. And I also just had a ton of little things that I had to take care of. There was just a, a little stack that I brought home that was like things I needed to go through, um, notes I needed to write to staff to get stuff going, just a ton of little things. And so I got through all of that as well. I, I'm still working. I'm not through with my big projects, obviously. Those are still there. But I felt like I was more organized at the end of this weekend than I have felt in a long time. So it wasn't all work. Um, on Saturday, I went to the grocery store and I just bought some kind of fun foods um, that I can only buy at this one grocery store. So that felt kind of nice. And then on Sunday, I ran a few errands. And so that was kind of nice. And I saw my mom and dad um, be on Sunday because it was grandparents day. I went and saw them as well. So Saturday night too, um, I went to a movie. I went and saw Broken Hearts Gallery at Harkins Movie Theater. It was a big giant theater. It was a new release for that weekend. There were five people in the movie theater on a Saturday night, and my group was three of the people. It's something else. If you want to go to a movie, like now is the time to go. There is not much of a selection. I'll tell you that. There is the um, movie Tenant by Christopher Nolan, which was supposed to be a very big summer release. And I've been wanting to see that, but I honestly, I haven't had time. It's a two and a half hour movie. So that means I have to have a slot of three hours at the actual theater plus the to and from. So it's hard, you know, to come up with a chunk of time like that. I feel like in prior years, it wasn't this hard. But lately, it's just been getting more and more difficult to kind of get that chunk of time to do something that's more fun. So some other things that I did this weekend to be productive is I stayed on my sleep schedule. I know that You'll hear that. I'm not the genius who came up with it. That is something that you will hear from uh, sleep specialists and time management people, um, doctors, that if you stay on your sleep schedule during the weekend, that will really, really help you with um, how you sleep during the week. And I generally go to bed between about 9 and 10, and I get up at 6. So that gives me between 8 and 9 hours of sleep. And I have found that is the most productive for me. I don't like going to bed much later. I don't like getting up later because I like to get a kind of a running start. It sort of stinks, but I wake up and then lately it's been um, opening the laptop and getting to work. But I need that time in the morning. I have to have it. If I don't get that head start, if I just say... Let's say, for example, I got up at 8.30 and got into the office 9.30 or 10. My whole day would be a disaster. So I do, I do make um, uh, it a very, um, a, a very deliberate, um, 
a very deliberate plan to stay on my sleep schedule during the weekend. So here's where my big news comes in. So on Saturday night, went to sleep like 9, 10, 9, 10-ish after the movie. And a few hours later, my younger daughter runs into my room and she said, Florency's water broke. She's going to the hospital. So like that was very exciting. And I was so excited. But I actually just fell like right back asleep because we can't get, we can't go to the hospital. So I don't know if you've had any loved ones in the hospital lately, but I have this daughter who just had her baby. And then of course my husband who had surgery and you can't go. She was able to be at the hospital with her significant other. So that was good, you know, with the father of the child but no one else could go. It was a much different experience than when my daughter Lily had her son um, about a year and a half ago because we were all there. But, you know, what can you do? Like, that's just the way the world is right now. So then around six or seven, now it's got to be closer to seven, my daughter Lillian runs into my room and she said, she, always, she calls her sister Sis. She goes, Sis had her baby. And we saw this beautiful picture of my daughter holding her son, my grandson. His name is Gray. He's eight pounds. He's really pretty. Like he has this perfect face, this perfect round head. I can't wait to meet him. She's still at the hospital. She should be getting out tomorrow and we should be able to meet this little guy. So that is how quickly things can turn. So from going from having you know not what not knowing what was going on with my husband and then you know it was at the end of my daughter's pregnancy so just where she felt blah you know she had a really good pregnancy actually but the last week and a half like she had had it like she was exhausted she was in pain and um she had a very very uh blessed delivery and she's doing really well the father's doing well. The baby's doing well. Like it's it's just su- such wonderful news. We we FaceTimed with her and the baby, and that was cute. You know, it's not great, but it's good. And the other thing is, he was born on Grandparents' Day, so my first grandson was born on my birthday, and then my second grandson was born on Grandparents' Day. So I'm just getting gifts, the gifts that keep on giving. So all of this for me <laughs> meant a super busy weekend. It's almost nine o'clock. I can't believe it's over. Uh, it's went so fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of like, it's not fair. I would have liked to, you know, I don't know what I want to do, but a little bit something more relaxing. But I definitely have to count my blessings. I feel a, a more of a spring in my step after these last couple of weeks where Rob was just in bad shape and I was worried about my daughter and the baby and, you know, felt like I wasn't spending enough time with anyone and anyone in the family. And now everyone just seems to be doing really well. So I'm very, very, very grateful. And again, I thank you so much for reaching out for me and and letting me know that you're sending prayers and, and good vibes. It helps more than you'll ever know. I do want to do a quick movie review before I sign off. So the movie I saw at Harkins, I am finding with, uh, take a little aside, I am finding with all this work that I've been doing, 
um, I'm not watching any TV. Basically what I do is I put on The Simpsons or The Family Guy when I go to bed because I've seen all the episodes, don't need to concentrate on them, and I'm out within 15 minutes to a half an hour. So I'm not watching any new TV shows, which is a bummer for me. You know, I, I really like um, following a TV show or binging a TV show. I haven't done that in ages. I feel a little cheated by this whole uh, quarantine thing because I keep reading all these articles of people who are doing crafts and baking bread and uh, starting a business and getting into great shape. And I'm finding that I'm working more than ever. Again, I have to count my blessings on this because I know there's so many people that are out of work and have had to shut down their businesses. So I do feel blessed. But I would have, I think I would have liked to have a week or two where I just, you know, sat in my pajamas and binged. But what can you do? You, you have to deal with the hand you're dealt. So to get back to my movie review, I saw a movie that I hadn't really heard of. Um, it was called Broken Hearts Gallery, and I wasn't excited to see it. I really wanted more to see the Christopher Nolan movie Tenant, but um, the Broken Hearts Gallery movie was an hour and 50 minutes. Tenant is two hours and 30 minutes. So because I was just all weekend kind of scheduled, not really scheduled where I had an appoint had appointments, but scheduled in the sense that I was, you know, just that I kept working. So I needed to, um, if I was going to see a movie, I had to be very efficient about it. And I'll tell you the other thing that screwed it up. I, we were trying to get to a 630 movie and our choices were either Broken Hearts Gallery or Tenant. And a big portion of the highway was closed down and just reopening when we were headed to the movie like the exact minute like they were opening up like right when we were headed and we were stuck in traffic for about 30 minutes so we ended up not being able to go to the earlier movie so we went a little bit later I think Broken Hearts Gallery was at 720 and we um, pretty much got there with the way traffic was these theaters are like 10 minutes from my house 15 minutes from my house and it took us probably about 40 minutes to get there. So we went to the movie and went to it strictly because we, number one, wanted to go to a movie. I went with my sister-in-law and my younger daughter. We just wanted to get out and do something. Wanted to go to a movie and wanted to do so on a Saturday night. Like that's what was really the only requirements. We weren't much more picky than that. So Broken Hearts Gallery fit the time fit the um, length of the movie so we went and saw it this movie is so cute it is so cute my younger daughter ended up calling it her new favorite movie it's about a 26 year old girl who kind of is unlucky in love and she is also a bit of a hoarder when it comes to mementos from her past romances and I don't want to give anything away but it was funny um it, there was good jokes, like very um, jokey about millennials. Uh, there was a really cute love interest guy. 
and she had two friends, um, her best friends, and they were both very cute and funny. And one of her best friends was um, Eliza from the original Hamilton production and the Hamilton movie on uh, Disney+. Plus. So it was nice to see her not being Eliza, but actually an actress, and she was very cute too. It just was fun. It was romantic. It wasn't, it was like a little sappy, but not like sappy, sappy. And it was in a way like a little bit realistic. Like you could see how this was happening. It wasn't like one of those romances where romantic comedies where it's just kind of like, I don't know, uh, you know, like where someone just wakes up and they just look, you know, fabulous every second. She was kind of a regular girl, which was nice. And, um, you know, she wasn't like a, um, a, uh, she wasn't like a model, but she was also super confident and pretty, you know, she was a very beautiful girl. I'm not saying anything about her, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't unrealistic. She was like a very realistic girl. I really liked it. I mean, go see it. I, um, Selena Gomez was the executive producer of it. She doesn't have anything to do with it. I think some of her songs may have been in it, um, but she wasn't in the movie herself. It was the lead actress was someone who I didn't know before this movie. And she was outstanding. She was really, really cute. Like we had a great time. I think men would like it too. Um, I don't know that it's just for the girls, but three girls went and saw it and we really liked it. All right. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for all your well wishes and for uh, listening and reaching out to um, me on your comments. And let me do my outro. Sorry, I'm like not finding it. One second. Of course, you know, I'm trying to close this up for tonight. I can't get it. Well, let me see if I can do this by memory. Um, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter under Florence Legal Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on my law office uh, website, brummerlaw.com. You can find me on my law office Facebook page, and I'm also on Patreon. Thanks again for listening. I really, really appreciate it, and I'll be back next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.